lessons learned And how they scars shown but no respect was earned You choose not to live your life Well last your concern But death come for all my nigga We all get a turn How many niggas be the same when that court adjourned Tell the devil he Welcome everybody to the Hatchets Way Show Season 4 edition Reoccurring guest Yes sir, honored to be here Rich Yeah Smart Thank you Cool Jersey. Shout out to my New York people. Oh, yeah. Derek Jesus. Uh, yeah. Staple in the community. Yep. Try to be. Upcoming conference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. June Ooh. 1st through the 3rd. Look at all this cool stuff my man got going on. The man, the <laughs> yeah. myth, the legend. Yes, sir. JT. Order me. What's up, baby? How you feeling? Man, I feel great, man. Happy to be here, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Our, our show last year, episode we did, man, it, it made the rounds. I got 20,000 yeah. followers. Oh, That's congrats, our man. You deserve it. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to start off with the question I asked you last time that made right. around. Yeah. If you had $1,000 to your name, what would you do? Yeah. So uh, for those of you that missed the the last time that, that we talked about it, um, I stressed the importance of let's first do a self-audit and see why we only have $1,000 mm -hmm. um, because we have to find out what's the what's the real problem. If I tell you how to turn $1,000 into $10,000, then, um, okay, you're going to lose that money because you're going to say to yourself, well, I know how to make $10,000 again. Mm -hmm. So I can spend nine, and once I get back to one, rinse and repeat. But time doesn't stop for anybody. Mm -hmm. So, But I don't want to give the same answer over and over again. So what I will say, something that anybody can do here is I would identify a problem that I had, and then I would solve it for myself, and then I would sell that solution to other people, right? So, um, and it's as simple as this. Everybody here has a mobile device of some sort, right? So people will tell you their problems, all right? So I know people, for example, they, they I have a food truck in Chattanooga, Tennessee. They want to know how do you get into that business as an investor, as an entrepreneur. You stay in North Carolina. It's in Tennessee, whatever, whatever. Right. Information sales. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can sell them how to do it or you can do it for them and have a premium value offer. Right. Be a premium service like Mr. Hatchet tells you. So I, I want you to think about this. Everything that you buy now is a solution to a problem of a varying degree. You don't go to the gas station to get gas when your tank is on full, right? Some people don't go to get gas when it's on half a tank. You wait till you get to eat. So everything that everybody buys solves a problem of varying degree that they have in that moment. Mm. That's all you have to do, right? Don't try to reinvent the wheel and do something new and sexy, right? That, those, that's reserved for the biggest companies in the world. They got millions of dollars to try, fail, and try again. But if all I got is $1,000, I'm going to identify a problem that I have and get it solved. And I want you to understand how much money I'm trying to make will determine how big of a problem I'm trying to solve, right? Right now, I need a haircut. Well, how many other people need a haircut, but for one reason or another, can't make it to the barbershop or whatever reason? So can I find barbers and say, hey, listen, you don't do mobile bar barbershopping services now, or maybe you do. If I found you people in this area, or what area would you cover? How much money would you charge? And is it any way that you don't give me nothing up front, but if you do somebody's haircut, I can get X amount of money, right? That's a small problem, though. Now, a big problem might be, well, uh, I got to pay the lights, 
right? So what legitimately and ethically can I do to, to pay the light bill, right? And I really want you all to start thinking about that. And, and I know it might sound general, but understand this. Uh, the biggest mistake that I found as being somebody that teaches people how to make money from 2017 to now is people are too literal to make the money that God intends uh, for them to make. What I mean by that is if I tell you step one, open up eBay. Step two, filter by the sold listings. Step three, only buy items that have sold within the past 30 days, 15 times or more for triple what you buying them for. That's literally what I did to make a full-time income when I was flipping stuff on eBay. Mm. But eBay has changed. eBay used to be a platform that I could take a picture of your glasses because Andre always has the coolest glasses, right? And I could put them online and sell them before I buy them. Mm. Let's say that those are, they look expensive. Those are $500 frames. I can sell $500 frames on eBay. It will hit my uh, eBay or my PayPal debit card back when they were connected to PayPal heavy. And then I could go buy the frames. Let's say I find somebody that wholesale is 150. So I used to could do that. Mm -hmm. But if I, if I am so literal of a person all I know is to take pictures of items before I buy them and then try to sell them online and then use the money to buy that after the fact. It's not going to work. Right. That doesn't mean eBay work. Uh, eBay doesn't work. That means that I'm too literal. I understood the technical aspect of it, not the psychology of making money. Mm. So I want you to understand that the psychology of making money will allow you to make money in any environment. The technical aspect of making money will make you money now. Mm. Which one are you trying to do? In 2023, yes, sir. If someone is has a decent IQ, yep, decent health, yep, and they are broke, yep, why? I think that uh, how much money you're paid or you're not paid depends on uh, three key factors, in my opinion. I say these over and over again. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one is you're always going to be compensated based off of your resourcefulness in an environment not the resources available in the environment. Uh, secondly, what determines how much money you get paid is how many other people can do what you do just as good as you do it, mm. right? And the third thing is what is the perceived value of that which, uh, th that which you do? So think about it this way. How many people can go to Walmart, collect all the cards that people left all over the place and bring them to the front door, maybe wipe them down, maybe not? Well, there's a whole lot of people that can do that, and the perceived value of that is low, which, is, which means that the pay is low. So whether you work a job, don't work a job, have a business or don't have a business, what I want you to understand is that the money formula has always been value times leverage equals money. Mm -hmm. Value is anything that you possess or can possess that somebody else will buy from you. Leverage is anything that makes it easier, right? So... Mr. Hatchet here can teach any of you all how to make six figures or more a year uh, as a mobile notary entrepreneur. Well, he can leverage Instagram. He can leverage YouTube. He can leverage Facebook. He can leverage his own website and run ads, right? So leveraging it makes it easier for him to make money. Now, he could just put a magnet on the side of his car. His car is way too nice to have a magnet <laughs> on the side, but you'll notice it but he would only be able to reach the people that are in whatever area he travels on a normal basis, right? So his money will be limited even though his value isn't. Mm, that's deep. Yep. Uh, I made a tweet turn Instagram post last yep. week 
I said, no matter how great your product is, if your marketing sucks, no one cares. 100% that's true. What is marketing to you? Right. To me, marketing is storytelling that leads to a sale. Right? That's cool. Hold on. Let's let us for a second. All right. Storytelling that leads to a sale. All right. Keep yes. going. All right. Because, uh, well, for clarity, there's advertising and there's marketing. Mm -hmm. If you see a billboard on the side of the highway, that's advertising. All right. So that is you paid money to have your product or service displayed for in front of X amount of people. Mm. Right. To me, you're not marketing if you're not telling the story. Right. How many times did you have to go to McDonald's as a kid for you to start telling your mom, hey, I want to go to McDonald's. They might have a Power Ranger in the kids meal. I'm trying to get all the different Power Rangers, all the different whatevers, right? So uh, I think that's the mistake that a lot of people make when it comes to making money. They say they're marketing, but they're advertising. Ooh. You're not telling a story. What is the story, right? The reason why stories are so important is because before you knew you wanted to buy anything, you knew you liked stories. How do I know that? Because they raised you on stories, right? <laughs> Pinocchio is a story, Cinderella, yep. right? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. They're going to teach you a song. It's a story. That's how you learned your, your alphabets, right? Mm -hmm. So from children all the way up to whatever age you are now, you were taught things via stories, right? What's the story behind Pinocchio? Don't tell lies, mm -hmm. right? So even if you don't remember who Jiminy Cricket was and all of these other factors, you remember the point of the story. So, if the point, so to me, marketing is storytelling that ends with a purchase, right? And then I want to repeat purchase after that, right? And you know, I'm a talker, so we could talk marketing all day. I want you all to know that really the, the richest person that I know makes $80 million a year. Um, and they have an SEO business. Uh, so what they do is they sit in a house that's way nicer than the house that I'm in now. And um, they build websites for other businesses. So there's somebody cutting the grass in this neighborhood now. He would build a landscaping website. He'll rank it to the top of Google um, using SEO. But what really sets him apart from everybody else that knows SEO is the story that he tells in his marketing. So he has a jingle. It's memorable. It's funny, right? And just doing that, he has brick masons. Mm. He say he never laid a brick in his life. He has people that do pool cleanings and the towel around pools. He said he can't swim, right? He got landscapers. He said he hasn't cut a yard since he graduated high school, mm. right? And so many other businesses all around the nation. He makes $80 million a year, and all he does is SEO, which that is important, search engine optimization. But there's a lot of people that know SEO, and he tells stories through his marketing, and he travels the world, lives a great life. Yeah. Some people like to do the hot thing. Yep. Some people like to do the thing that, some people like to do the hot thing. Some people like to do the thing that pays. Yep. Where do you stand with that balance? I think that you should always do the hard thing. Ooh, right? So, so the hard thing usually has the least amount of competition. So, <laughs> so if I'm somebody that's new to business, right, yeah. and I know it's varying levels of people that watch this, but let's assume that you're new in business or you're 
a small in business to quantify it, you don't make $100,000 or more net profit each and every year in your business, right? Mm. Um, that's who I'm talking to here. I think that you should do something that the fancy term is decension marketing, right? That is where you do the hardest thing instead of saying hard because nobody like hard anything, right? You say this is the premium value that I offer. If I'm doing pest control, I got a buddy of mine that does it in Memphis, Tennessee, right? He can specialize in termites. He can specialize in bed bugs, right? These are things that a lot of people don't offer those services because depending on your competency level, it's hard to do. Mm -hmm. But these things make him huge amounts of money. He consistently has $1,000 to $3,000 days. Ooh. Now, other people can say... I do German roaches, which are the little roaches. I do water bugs, which are the, the bigger ones, right? And they can spray out some chemicals around the perimeter and they can make in a day, maybe they do make three, four, five hundred dollars, but they're going to multiple stops. He can do two stops a day and make a thousand dollars or more because he specializes in something. So decention marketing says that we're going to start with doing what's hard and then that's going to give us the money to later have an easy life later on. So if I'm making $2,000 a day for easy math, I now have the money to hire somebody to do all of the other stuff that can make me money or they can do what I'm doing, right? Have you ever heard of a small business owner that says, I can't afford to hire somebody, I can't afford to market, I can't afford to expand, mm -hmm. right? They started off doing the easy stuff. Well, it's a lot of competition doing the easy yeah. stuff because it's easy. So if you don't know that you need to build a brand and you need to add a high level of value. The only thing you could compete on is price. So now you're competing with a whole lot of people for a little bit of money. And now when it's time to scale your company, oh, I want to start using this software because I heard that that's going to make it easy for my taxes. I want to start running paid ads. I wish I could hire somebody that could do this so I could focus on that. But then they say, I don't have the money, right? Mm. Well, you're doing what's easy. And you're competing with everybody else that thinks like you, so do what's hard, right? So, so what I want to do is I want to teach as many people as possible a practical way to make six figures or more every single year. Mm. As far as content creation goes, that's hard. Mm -hmm. It's people that make millions of dollars a year. They do pranks on their girlfriend. Uh, they, they drive nice, fancy cars. They travel the world. They have fun, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But there's a lot of competition at the bottom. Right. When you and you know this as well, when you start doing something hard, uh, he's lying about the money he makes. Oh, yeah. They love he's that scamming one. people. The real money is just in selling courses. I tell him, <laughs> well, sell courses. then. <laughs> if, if that's the easiest way to make money online, you come out with a course today and 12 months from now, show us how much money you've made selling courses, because if it's really that easy, do it then. You you from New York, right? Yeah, and I'm gonna edit yeah. this, right? Yeah. Or edit myself. Uh, it's a verse Jay Z said where he said, "I heard mm -mm, saying they made whole, yeah. make whole say okay, so make another whole. Then yeah. you make a course. Then mm. if it's as easy as that, right? Why don't why don't you do it, right? Man. So I think that um, your question again was, do you do the popular thing or do you do um, you know what was the other option? The practical, the, the thing. practical thing. I think that both of those are important, but that's not the first thing we should do. I think I would do the hardest thing possible. And this is the funny thing, right? Um, you work out a lot, mm -hmm. right? I'm working out, yeah. Yeah. So your, do you remember your first day going to the gym? 
I do. Yeah, and how and you might have felt like a little rough. The weights might have felt heavy yeah. or heavy. They might have been heavy, but they're, they're very but, heavy. but compared to now, that if you did the same workout today that you did your first day in the gym, you might say, "Oh man, that was nothing," mm. right? Because because mm. you built up your body and your mindset to a point where now the hard thing becomes easy. So now, if I do the hard thing first and I consistently do the hard thing. Eventually, either I'm going to quit doing it, which I don't recommend, or it's going to become yeah, easy to easier. me. Mm. So now, what's easy for me is hard to everybody else. I don't compete with that many people on price or the service, and now I can charge a premium value to do something that's easy to me. Mm. Damn. Last year, this time you were doing seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah. About thousand dollars a month. Let's just. Yeah. So it's with the big letters, seventy-five thousand dollars a month. Yep. My um my my overhead because people will say, well, that's what he grossed, right? Um. Oh, well, let me stop there. Go is, ahead. Is that still not a win? Yeah, it's a win. <laughs> to me, it is. Right. <laughs> so let's even yeah. say you're net twenty. Is twenty yeah. bands a month not a win? Yeah, it's a win. All right, keep going. Yeah. So my overhead expenses are um. I bought a media house. There's no mortgage payment on it. Woo, um, woo. So it was, but it's in it's in North Carolina. It's not a million dollar house. I hate people do that. Hey, you got downplay the freaking but, college. You bought a house cash. Yeah, brag on yeah, it. Yeah, Come a on. fifth one. Yeah. So uh, I bought a house cash. Uh, the recurring bills there, or uh, my internet is like seventy bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Light bill is a hundred bucks. Water bill is like another seventy bucks. Two hundred and forty dollars a month is what it costs me. Um, to run my business uh, last year. Mm -hmm. uh, since then, I've hired an editor and um, have expanded my business. So now he cost me another $800. So let's call it 1100 bucks. And we went from 75 k a month minus uh, the 240 to now 85 k a month. Um, and we're on track. And we only did one thing different. Mm -hmm. I want to highlight that because people will say, well, if you want to make $10,000 more per month, you got to do 500 other things you're not doing. I only did one thing different, right? And I want you to understand it wasn't something new, right? I just added more value doing the thing that I do. So I, I now have something called a media day, right? A media day is this. I let businesses, all right, and I, and I pause there because if you ask the wrong questions, you get the wrong answers. Mm. So this service is not designed for any individual because when I say the price, you're going to say, oh, man, that's a crazy amount of money, right? So um, I invite businesses to come learn how can you make last year net profit. We did 770000 We grossed uh, probably two, three million, Oof. right? Um, and I say net because uh, I don't look at myself as a YouTuber, right? I think that's the mistake a lot of content creators make. You're a media company. There's no rule saying that your YouTube video can't be on Facebook. You can't chop it up and put it on Instagram as Reels. You can't put it mm -hmm. on your website. You can't use Descript, transcribe it, put it on your LinkedIn, right? There's no rule saying that, right? Most people, you live by the rule set in an artificial box that only is, exists in your mind, Ooh. and that's called your mindset, Come right? So, so mm -hmm. I want you to understand that anybody that wants to get into content creation, I want you day one to say, I am a media company. Now, you can start off doing YouTube so you get good at it, or Facebook or Instagram or whatever you like to do so you get good at it and then expand out because I think that that makes sense for most people. But never let anybody tell you you just a YouTuber, you just an Instagrammer, you just a Facebooker, right? I'm 32 years old. Mm -hmm. If I retired today, 
My income would go drastically down, of course. Mm -hmm. But um, I would make $6,500 a month passively um, at least because my, my money is tied in real estate investments that I own outright. And I feel like for the vast majority of people, even though $6,500 a month is a long way from $85,000 a month, I, I'll be okay. I'm a country boy. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to fish. I like to go to the gun range. Uh, I don't own a Bugatti. I probably never will. I drive a Honda, uh, a Honda Civic, and a Toyota RAV4. Mm. Yep. Honda Toyota RAV4 <laughs> doing 85. What is Media Day exactly? Oh, so Media Day is when I allow businesses to come to my media house and I teach them how do you create content for their own brand to tell stories that will make them money. Whoa. So there's a lot of businesses out there that make a lot of money doing the thing, but I'm like, well, either you could take this media day and learn how to do better marketing, mm -hmm. or if you're going to make a hundred grand a year as a landscaper, why not make another 50 to a hundred grand a year with the YouTube channel about you being a landscaper or the Facebook page or the Instagram, whatever it, it is. It makes sense doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So it's no extra work. It's the equivalent of if you said, okay, if you come to my house by 8 o'clock in the morning, you can ride with me as I be a notary today for, we charge $9,000. Sometimes we do sales, $9,000, four hours with me. I don't charge you based on the time. I charge you based on the results. And I say that because some people will say, you got to be insane, right? Um, we, we did an we did a early bird special, mm -hmm. right? To be honest with you, it didn't even exist anywhere Um besides my mind in the beginning. I, I always tell people your wealth will always manifest itself in your mind long before it hits That's your pocket. I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do. So I told my friends about it that are also entrepreneurs. They said, um, it sounds good, JT, but we need some proof of concept. I said, you're right. I said, man, let's do it at 30% of the cost. So we're going to take 60% off. I think we ended up being at like $3,500. Okay. I didn't have anything planned. There was no script, mm -hmm. outline, course. No PDF, nothing. I just told the businesses that I knew, you come spend a day with me for $3,500. It's a media day. I'll show you how to create content that you can use to better market your products and services or just document what you're doing, throw it on social media, make passive and semi-passive income off of it. And we got somebody uh, so fast, I didn't even have a way to accept the payment. <laughs> Because it was literally like, I was like, you're right. Like, I don't believe I should make a website and, and add my Stripe account and do all of this. I'm going to use ChatGBT to get all the text anyway. But why go through the hassle of making all of that and nobody buys it? Mm -hmm. So I said it. And then somebody said, oh, yeah, boom, I want it. Right? He came. Well, the business, but the representative of the business came. And um, he actually sent me a text. It's been like uh, nine days. Mm -hmm. He said, um... I made all of my money back that I paid you, and I only did a third of what you said do. So we're booking again at the regular price. This time we're going to do what you said do. That's what you call an ideal client. Yeah. <laughs> paid you once, happy to pay again. Yep. And I want you to understand, because somebody will say that's easy for you to say because you have 300,000 followers here. You got... Uh, a hundred and something thousand on Instagram, I don't even check anymore, over there. I want you to know it doesn't take a lot of people to make a lot of money. Think about it. If you had one diehard follower, right, and her name was Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> that is all you needed, right? Mm -hmm. if, if, if their name was Jeff Bezos 
or Donald Trump or Elon Musk. So I want you to understand that like sometimes large numbers, um, well, large numbers look good for brands if you're doing B2B business, mm -hmm. right? Um, but if you're going to create true value, which I recommend that you should, you don't need a lot of people, right? Um, the data says that if you have a premium value offer, also known as a high ticket offer, 0.5%, right? So half of 1% of whatever your total following is will buy it if you consistently market it, right? So you have to understand that it, you can sell a high ticket product to an infinite number of people as long as you get that number big enough, right? So in that case, a lot of followers are cool. But if you're giving true value, you don't need a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You have to put yourself in the right rooms. There are always trade shows and network events going on, all right? I wanted to network with higher level content creators. There's not a whole lot in the part of North Carolina that I'm in. So guess what I did? I invested in mentorship with somebody that coaches Mr. Beast, if you ever heard of him or yeah. not. It's a gentleman by the name of Mr. Daryl Eves. He has a mentorship program, mm -hmm. right? I bought it not just for the information, for but... The Everybody there at least believes enough in their passion of content creation to pay him $6,500 to learn how to become a better content creator, mm. right? We're going through the program now. I think the upsell after you finish the 12-week program is $25,000. I've already told myself as long as he doesn't say anything racist or anything <laughs> messed up, I'm going to buy the upsell. Happily. Yes. No arm twist. Yeah, we're on like week eight. I don't even know how it ends. Because I'm paying for the network, right? So if, like, let's add this up, right? If I pay $6,500, which I'm, the numbers are relative. Because $6,500 may not be realistic. Maybe you got to pay $97, $37 for ebook, $9.97, whatever it is, right? But I want you to not be so focused on price. Look at the value. So if I pay $6,500, that gets me in the room with, I think it's around 57 people that all are interested in becoming better content creators, right? Of course, the more money you charge is less people. At 25 grand, it might go down to like eight or nine people, mm -hmm. right? Out of all of these people here. I know not only all of these people have money, all of these people care about their craft. So... I can go learn from them. They never have to come on my channel. Mm. I never have to go on theirs. But because we're in the same room together, they may say one thing that if I apply that to my media agency, it changes the entire trajectory of my company. So what's the lifetime value of that experience to me? It exceeds 30-something thousand. And, and I say that to you not to sell you on spending money. I want to sell you on having your own high-ticket program. Mm. Right? So there's no reason not to unless you're not good at whatever it is that you do, right? Of course, that's a prerequisite, right? Mr. Andre Hatchett has made, right? Have you ever shared your numbers here? Oh, over 180 grand, right, um, in, a, in a month? I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, and something that we don't do a lot, right, which um, I told you about <laughs> it, but I want to give it to you in this video, all right, is we don't award our people enough. So... Um, I looked up and did a whole lot of research on awards, right? And um, I realized that I didn't teach Mr. Andre Hatchett how to be a notary. Um, but a lot of organizations, if they don't make money off of you, 
they don't recognize mm. what you do uh, to the community, right? Mm. So I'm giving you this. This is first my Wealth Builder of the Year Award 2023, not because I am credited with any part of his success, but you did something that you didn't have to do. You provided value to men and women. You could have just said, I, I know how to make enough money for me, so I'm good. Me, my family, my loved ones, I'm done. But you did something you didn't have to do, so I want to recognize your greatness you. with that first, but that's not enough, though. <laughs> All right, so that's my that's my wealth builder of the year award. Thank you, sir. I and I do that this. now. I do do that for any students that I have, but that's not the the prerequisite. Um, I want to be, and nobody else does this. You can Google it and find out. Uh, most people make you you got to buy my program, you got to buy this, you got to buy that. So I do that. Uh, to recognize my students, but I also do this to recognize anybody that helps the community as well. So this is, uh, that's Wealth Builder of the Year, right? This is Wealth Builder of the Millennium wow. um, Award right here for 2023. This is for anybody that makes $100,000 in 100 consecutive days or less. And, and I'm proud to give you that as well, brother. Thank you, sir. Right? So wow. I just want to recognize <laughs> Mr. Andre Hatchet um, again. To let you all know that, hey, look, this gentleman, um, he really cares for the people, right? He makes enough money to not have to do any of this content um, at all and can live a great life, nationwide business, and do fantastic for himself, right? And that was a side tangent, but I wanted to give you that Thank in a video, sir. bro. I appreciate it, yeah. man. This, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm honored. I'm yeah. honored. Yes, you know, entrepreneurship can be lonely. Yeah. Uh, and you don't know how well you're doing sometimes. Yeah. Want to be your own boss and start your new business, but don't have the money? Then we can help you get started on your own startup. Introducing Mobile Notary Launch. We offer a five-day startup challenge that will give you the tools and resources you need to get your notary business off the ground. In just five days, you could be on your way to financial freedom. This challenge is designed to help you every step of the way, so there's no reason not to sign up today. The five-day notary startup challenge is the perfect way to start your notary business on a budget. With our step-by-step -step guide, you can have your notary business up and running in no time. In just five days, you could be making extra money by becoming a notary public. Click this ad and sign up for the five-day notary startup challenge now. Ten thousand dollars in a day. Have you, have you ever done it? Absolutely, man. We most recently did it with our media day, and what I tell people all the time is that oftentimes when you think about making more money, you really don't have to do something else different. So sometimes you hear ten thousand dollars and you say, "Well, I need to do five hundred other things to make an extra ten thousand dollars." Really, what I did was I looked at what value I already was creating and asked myself, "Could I do more?" in this same lane. So the value that I do already is I make content for myself. I do consultations for brands. They were already paying me $750 an hour uh, just to talk to them about what they can do, right? And so I was like, well, what if I bought an entire house just to do media? What if I started letting other brands and entrepreneurs come over? So before I even had it finished, right, I was like, man, it'll be $9,000. Uh, we'll do it for four hours. They come spend four hours with me. I'll look at all of their stuff before they come. And then yeah. I'll have a plan mapped out and we'll just dry run it, do it, work all the kinks out. 
And uh, I want people to understand that this is for businesses, not individuals. And that is why you can charge a premium, right? When you're doing B2B business, understand that value is more important than price. Because most businesses understand that if there's enough value there, I can pay any price because I'm going to pass the cost or the price along to my customers. So these big brands, they'll pay $9,000 for four hours because they're not paying for four hours. They're paying for the value that I consolidated within four hours. So media days, companies come out and we talk about uh, how they can better their business, leveraging content creation. We might do some content together either for my platform or for their platform uh, and then they leave, right? So that was adding one service that was already something similar to what I was doing. We was already adding value via content creation, but just allowing people to come out in person and work with my business. And we tell them, okay, this is how we gain followers. This is how we monetize followers, right? Mm -hmm. So believe it or not, you don't have to sell people anything to make money on social media. My platform alone will make $200,000 a year conservatively if I never sell a course, a book, mm -hmm. a mentorship, a mastermind or whatever, advertisers that run ads against it, or I'll get a portion of that money. So there's something called CPM. That's how much money you get per 1,000 views. I think my CPM right now is around 60 bucks. RPM is like 55% of that number. RPM is how much money you get. So CPM is the total number or the total dollar amount per 1,000 views. RPM is what portion of the CPM hits your pockets. So out of that $60, whatever 55% of that is, I got a South Carolina education. I get that. And we get hundreds of thousands of views all the time, uh, millions of views a year. And we conservatively will do like a quarter million dollars a year if we don't sell anything. How did you, you mm -hmm. in particular, get to the point where somebody would pay you three to $10,000 for a day to work with you? All right. I, I want people to start off by um, thinking about it the right way. Because like we said earlier, wealth always manifests itself in your mind way before it hits your pockets. So if you're thinking about it the wrong way, like, hey, look, why would somebody give me all of this money? Right. They're not paying for you. Right. You can you can have a whole baby for less than thirty five hundred dollars or nine thousand dollars to spend a day with somebody. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, you can get your own personal human for the next 18 years. They're paying for the value. So what what I have done is I want you to understand this is that you create the value. You put the value out in the marketplace to monetize it and get proof of concept mm. because Mr. Andre Hatchet here is an expert at becoming a notary entrepreneur, for example. Now, what if he never became a notary, never did the business at all, but he, he bought all of the books, paid for all of the courses, went to all of the masterminds, but he never notarized anything in his life, right? He could have all the wisdom in the world, but he don't have any proof of concept, it would be hard to trust him because the question would be, if it's really that good, why haven't you did it? Why haven't you utilized it? Mm -hmm. So what I want you to understand is that the litmus test for if you have true value is can you, can you monetize it? So value times leverage equals money. We already said that already. So you take your value, you put it in the marketplace, you make money, right? I, I want you all to understand that you don't have to make an astronomical amount of money uh, in order to sell the knowledge that you know, because believe it or not, an extra $50 a day is life changing to some people, 
right? So much less, uh, I've been doing entrepreneurship full-time since 2014. I've been doing social media full-time since around 2017. When you pay me for four hours, I'm not giving you four hours. I'm giving you six years of value that I've mastered and consolidated into four hours. Mm. So you can do it yourself and spend six years of your life and hopefully you figure out how do you create content that garners the audience and makes money. Um, and the fallacy is this too. I know content creators that got more followers than me that make a fraction of what I make. I know content creators that make less than I make. Right, One of my partners, he had 15,000 followers on his YouTube account. He was doing 100K a month. So you can make money with a lot of followers. I tell people this though. I am in the business of entrepreneurship. I'm 32 years old. Depending on what age you are, that's either young or old. But I got a five-year-old daughter. I take care of my mom, take care of a lot of people. So I'm not in social media for the vanity metrics, okay? It's a blessing to have X amount of followers and know that I'm helping a percentage of those people better their life in a permanent way. But I tell people all the time, I'm unapologetically an entrepreneur. My daughter, she can't eat followers. She can't eat likes, <laughs> subscribers, none of that, right? So we need cookies and we need noodles, right? Mm -hmm. That's the two favorite things to eat, not together. Right, so I, I'm in the business of entrepreneurship. So how do you get people to pay you money is one, have real value, real value that's validated in the market, meaning that you got the right information, you applied it, you got the result, then you target the right people, right? If I go to a random person that watches this video and say, you should give me $9,000 to spend four hours with me, they'll say, man, you out of your mind, you smoking crack. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I go to a business that already does high six figures or seven figures a year by doing the thing, but their social media, they might have a Facebook page, an Instagram account, a YouTube channel, but they're not making a dime off of it. Right. So I'm saying, OK, you're leaving meat on the bone. Why not make six, seven figures a year doing the thing, make another six, sevens a year passively by the content around doing the thing. And if you do it right, it's no extra work. I'm gonna reiterate. I'm gonna reiterate what he said. He said, "Doing the thing." Yep. The millionaires do the thing. Yep. They don't skip past the thing. They don't try to shortcut the thing. They do the thing. Now then, they branch off. Yep. Then they get five properties. Yep. But they do the thing. If you can remember, if you aren't happy financially, you probably aren't doing the thing. Yep. Uh, last question. Before we go to that, mm -hmm. can we clarify doing the thing? is different, right? So we're saying do the thing as a business. What I mean by that is Mr. Hatchet has a nationwide uh, notary entrepreneur business. Mm -hmm. He doesn't go to every state in the country and do it. So his business does the thing, Ooh. right? So you, any business can be automated by hiring people, paying for software or both, mm -hmm. all right? So you doing the thing, don't think about it like time for money, type thing, right? The the issue with uh, making or exchanging your time for money is this, is that you're going to get old one day, Lord willing, and you can never have an infinite return if you're a service-based business and your money is always tied to your time. Mm. You got to have a product in order to have an infinite return, meaning uh, I made $80,000 in a year off an ebook that took me like three days to write, and I've been selling it consistently. Um, we sold thousands of copies. But three days off and on, 
created one digital product that in perpetuity makes me tens of thousands of dollars over and over again. Now, if I was trying to cut that many people's grass or pressure wash those many houses or do whatever thing that takes my time for thousands of people, I would have got tired. I would have got frustrated. I would have said, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. It's a lot of work. But by having a product, now I got an infinite return. I'm not saying quit your service-based business if you're in a service that you love and you're happy doing it. I'm telling you that eventually you have to hire people and then their time becomes your product. Dig it. You have a business partner. Uh, mm -hmm. Who did a million dollars in the past twelve months? Million dollars in eleven months, but yeah, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> that month counts. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do differently the that year? What did he do differently that year compared to the previous year? Um, I think. Well, not even I think. What I know, right? What he did was he asked himself, "What is the most valuable thing I can give people?" And he concentrated on doing just that. So when I first met this business partner, he had like six different businesses. Since then, he's closed five of them. He's only doing this one business. So uh, now he was making- Shout to Markwell Russell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does that too? He said if you have five businesses and you're broke, shut down four of them. Oh, yeah. He said, do you have income streams or puddles? Yeah. So he's, he's big advocate on that, yeah. Absolutely. So this person had a dispatching company, then a trucking company, and then uh, did boat rentals, and then uh, trade stock options, and then uh, had a corporate America job paying them hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, and then had another business, and then was an investor in a landscaping company, and did all of these things. And while they, they were doing well, right, they were at uh, six figures collectively, from all of those businesses, right? Nowhere near a million dollars, but all of that combined uh, was making them six figures, very stressed out, very time consuming, uh, but was making it work, right? This person uh, decided to scale back. That doesn't mean that they'll never go back and do any of those things because there's a difference between quitting and delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. So. They said, you know what, I'm going to put this on pause, I'll come back to this, or I'll automate this temporarily, and I'm going to focus on doing one thing, and he went completely in on being really good at that one thing, which for him was trading stock options, and then teaching other people how to trade stock options, but not just teach them, then putting them a part of a community and staying with them, so now the collective has more power than the individual. Mm. That's it. So, so he he shut down businesses and made more money. Yep, because he, he focused on how can I give you the greatest value and not the greatest value as far as quality and not quantity. Like I don't want to sell you a uh, hundred pieces of candy. I want to sell you one candy store. Mm, that's deep. Yeah. On that note, we are out. Season four of the Hatchiest Way Show. My main man, KT. Anytime. Reoccurring guests. Anytime. Big money. Tell them how to follow you. I, oh, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at JT Hustles. Be sure to follow the one that got the blue check. I'm so glad Instagram sold me my blue check. Because we had like 
20 something, 30 something fake pages of me. Yeah, wow. All right. And then on uh, YouTube, it's JT Automations. Uh, so check me out there. My goal there is to motivate, educate, and inspire you to do something entrepreneurial. I intentionally have a variety of different businesses up there because I never know what you may or may not want to do. When you go there, do not mistake the channel to mean that you have to do every business that's there. That's probably the fastest way to go out of business. Pick what you love. And do that thing, right? One of the greatest keys to success that's not really focused on a lot is consistency, mm. right? Being consistent. When I first got into uh, content creation, I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know what camera was any different than any other camera. Didn't know about lights, audio. I ain't know what a tripod was. Mm. As crazy as it sounds, I'm like, it's not something that I use in my everyday life, right? Mm -hmm. So it, I didn't even know it, it existed. Before that, I was an independent courier. That's how I made my first six figures. Um, my uncles told me don't even do that business because they said they've been in a truck in 20, 30 years. They never even heard of what an independent courier was. So I started that business and I figured it out along the way. So like you said, and you know, I'm still in the quote, but I'm a credit you, right? So <laughs> you, you only need to know the next three to five steps. You don't need to know how to do everything. Mm. So what the only thing I knew when I started as an independent courier was I could drive a vehicle efficiently. I didn't have a CDL. There was no CDL required. I knew that if somebody gave me the opportunity to deliver freight, I would deliver freight to the best of my ability, I'll never give them any excuses. I'll make it happen. My first month, my first contract was like $500 a week. 30 days later, I was making like two to three grand a week. Um, I ended up getting the regional contract. I was in Maryland, DC, uh, Northern Virginia with people that are from there know that. Uh, Northern Virginia is pretty much like its own state almost. It's that big <laughs> and West Virginia. Uh, and I covered that area. So from like 2017 to the end of 2018, if you ever bought anything from like a Buick, Cadillac, GMC dealership, uh, my company delivered parts to all of those dealerships in that area. Uh, and I say all of that to say that uh, I didn't know how I was going to build those businesses to six figures. But what I did know is that I was going to come. I was going to be humble enough to say I got a South Carolina education. I don't know everything. I'll learn whatever somebody's willing to teach me and I'll consistently apply that thing until I get the result that I want. Want to be your own boss and start your new business, but don't have the money? Then we can help you get started on your own startup. Introducing Mobile Notary Launch. We offer a five-day startup challenge that will give you the tools and resources you need to get your notary business off the ground. In just five days, you could be on your way to financial freedom. This challenge is designed to help you every step of the way, so there's no reason not to sign up today. The five-day notary startup challenge is the perfect way to start your notary business on a budget. With our step-by-step -step guide, you can have your notary business up and running in no time. In just five days, you could be making extra money by becoming a notary public. Click this ad and sign up for the five-day notary startup challenge now. One more question, a lot. I, we do this all day. People work with people who they know, like, and trust. Absolutely. Why do you work with me? All right. I, well, early on, um, shout out to uh, Miss Erica Williams from Erica. the Classy Climb blog. Mm -hmm. I think I saw you on her platform first. And she's a fantastic Probably content creator. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So, so that's the way I knew of you. 
And then um, you reached out uh, to me, I think it was like via Instagram, mm -hmm. and my channel was super small, right? By the grace of God, we just crossed over 300,000 subs. I don't even know if I had 30,000 back then, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you, you were somebody that, even though I knew from afar, I had a lot of respect uh, for you. So uh, not the... 32 is not old in my opinion, but <laughs> I I have been on YouTube so long that when I first started on YouTube, there were only two black content creators that were respected for entrepreneurship. It was Dr. Boyce Watkins and Mr. Jay Morrison. Mm. Now, you guys can feel however you want to feel about either one of those gentlemen, but in hindsight, it might seem like, oh, it's always been an unlimited number of black men speaking entrepreneurship. Not a, not in 2017, now they might have been on the platform, but I'm talking about these guys were consistently putting out content, helping folks with the testimonies and the evidence to prove it in their life and other people's lives. Um, so that's the only people I was watching. And I saw you on Dr. Boyce Watkins. So mm -hmm. um, there's something called um, credibility via osmosis. Mm. So if I regard this guy to a high level because he's an OG in the game, I'm new in the game, he co-signs you, okay, I respect that guy. Boom, I seen him somewhere else. So really, whether you know it or not, like the way that you move is garnering respect for people that you have no idea exists. Because I don't know at what point you knew of my existence, but I knew of you before you ever reached out to me. Mm. So it was an automatic yes, because, of course, uh, I seen him on this platform. I seen him on, on that platform. Then I search your name. OK, he has his own platform as well. And he's consistently helping people. So I, I want to tell you all, if you're watching this and you say, I don't have the money to come to a mastermind or a conference or pay that person uh, to consult me or get close to them. Uh, believe it or not, there's power in attracting people to you by you just being the type of person that is valuable to them, right? At this point in the game, there are very few people that I care about because of how much money they make, right? But it might be, okay, this person is really great at relationships this person is a great communicator this person is a a great whatever so if you don't have the money i want you to know that i i trusted you because of credibility via osmosis if this gentleman puts you on the platform and i respect his platform i respect you oh this lady puts you on her platform i respect her they put you there too okay if he wasn't legit somebody would have said something already mm -hmm. all right so okay i got an idea he legit and then actually make it easy for people to Google you, right? Mm. If you Google Andre Hatchet, you can find out whether or not Andre Hatchet is legit or not, right? If you Google JT Automations or JT Hustles, you can find out, right? I tell people all the time that are skeptical of internet guys, which me and you and many other people are, mm. is, and my question to them is, what's more profitable if I lie to you and scam you or if I tell you the truth? <laughs> Now, somebody, when I first posed this question, said, well, you can make a lot of money telling lies. And I was like, great. Quickly. Yeah. And be out of business shortly after. Absolutely. That. You can only finesse somebody once. It's yeah. more profitable for me to tell you the truth. Right? Mm -hmm. So... Why not just tell the truth? If I don't know something, I'll say, hey, I got South Carolina education. So for people like me, can you elaborate on that? Because I just don't know. And if somebody asks me a question like, hey, bro, I am trying to create volcanoes. I have no <laughs> idea where to help you. Right. We, we could Google it. 
but I'm not your guy. So I want you all to start leveraging other people's platforms, right? Get that credibility via osmosis and then make yourself Googleable. None of this, I'm a private person. I don't want everybody in my business, right? I really don't care about your personal life. So you never got to share if you're married, divorced, kids, kids, your religious beliefs. I mean, if you do, you do. But like, if the only thing that's on the internet is you've been in business this long, here's some of your reviews, here's your followers, that's good enough for somebody to say, okay, uh, you might be worth at least having a conversation with, right? And then um, beyond that, I don't even know if you remember this, uh, and this is a long-winded answer, but I wanted to hear the truth. The live stream, I was so new to StreamYard or whatever it is, my screen went black. So we were doing an interview. I was new to it. I was trying to act like I knew how to do it. I matched something wrong. My screen went black. And for like a good three minutes, Andre just carried the show until I figured out how to cut my camera back on. And, and he was like, yeah, see, like, and he did it like it was part of the show. I legit mashed something. I'm gone. He can't hear me. He can't see me. He said, JT. Oh, yeah. See, so uh, this is how it is in entrepreneurship. You're going to have a problem and then you got to solve it. And then now let me tell you this, this and this. Like, it looked like. I didn't mess up. So I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. Andre Cole, because I definitely messed up in real life online. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay. Like this, because at that point, you could have made it awkward and been like, mm. I'm going to just sit here and make him like look like an unprofessional, like he don't know what he's doing, and just wait for him to come back on. But like doing that, like little gestures like that, mm. believe it or not, like, like he said, he don't even remember but I remember that. So anytime Andre want to come on the channel, whether I got 300,000 or 300 million followers, he, hey, man, I want to come on the channel and talk about whatever. I right, shoot that. What we talking about then? Right? So, I hey, I appreciate you. you for that, brother. Thank you, brother. Right, anything I can do to help, let me know. You always, right? you always do. And I'm having one thing to that. Net, network, never underestimate networking across. So people often want to network with people who are more advanced, which is totally cool. And mm -hmm. sometimes you can but grow with the people who are at where you're at and grow together. Yep. Don't underestimate that. On that note, season four of the Hatchet's Way show. See you guys soon. Peace. Concern, but death come for all, my nigga. We all get a turn. How many niggas be the same when that court adjourned? Tell the devil he.